Welcome to Tell Me About It on WUFT 89.1 and 90.1. I'm Sue Wagner here today with Brian Joes, and he is the director of the University of Florida Performing Arts. It's the Phillips Center, and it has an incredible season. You have a fall season, a spring season, and the spring season has begun, and there's a lot more shows coming up, and it's really amazing the quality of talent that you get to come to our little town, as we say. But um, it's been an institution here at the University of Florida campus, and this season is no exception. And Brian, thank you for being here today. Well, you know, it's a pleasure for me, Sue. So tell us a little bit about what's, uh, what's coming up and maybe what has already happened so far. I mean, it's January, but your season goes through almost the beginning of May, April, so you're exactly right. And uh, without getting too deep in the weeds, we're what's called a multidisciplinary presenter. So it's music, dance, and theater. So a little bit of something for everybody. And uh, you are correct. We have a fall and a winter, spring season. But primarily two-thirds of the performances that we do happen after January. So there's still plenty of opportunity. Everything from the Detroit Symphony Orchestra coming up. Uh, the 50th anniversary of Jesus Christ Superstar, if you really? can believe. Oh, I know. Word. I know. Feeling old, man. <laughs> <laughs> Step Africa is a show I'm really excited about. Uh, Lady Smith Black Mombazo, which we can explore all of these. Um, and uh, all the way through uh, Ballet Trocaderos. So a little bit of, uh, of everything. Wow, that sounds amazing. And I know that um, Parsons Dance Company, a lot of these companies um, have been here multiple times, and they've kind of made their mark in Gainesville, and they have a following. And so I see that I'm a big dance fan. So I've seen Palabolas, and I've seen Blumenschantz, and I've seen Parsons Dance Company, but it never gets old. And that's sort of the trick of of, uh, one of our challenges is to – Build an audience around a performer like Parsons that you mentioned or Palabolas, but also bring in new artists so that, that we continually expose uh, students and our community to the other options out there. And uh, so we try to walk that balance, walk that line, I guess not to mix metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> so what are some uh, uh, performances still yet to come through the April season? Right. Uh, just upcoming uh, Detroit Symphony Orchestra, one of the country's great orchestras. I love they play big, they play loud. Uh, uh, Bing Namini is their music director who will be conducting. Uh, Lisa Weilerstein, uh, is an amazing cellist, will be on the program. Really great opportunity to, to hear a, a full orchestra really, really play out. So I'm excited about about that. I didn't mention, but I'd like to our upstage performances. Upstage are a cabaret series where you're right there with the artist. It, it, it is as it sounds. Everyone's on the stage. It's upstage. And uh, so 200 people in the audience. There's food, there's drink, and I think it is one of the best nights out in town. And we still have uh, seven or eight of those upcoming this year. It's twice an evening. That's right. So there's a a 7 o'clock set and a 9 o'clock set. 7 o'clock is uh, a pricier ticket with with a dinner feel. Mm -hmm. And then the 9 o'clock set, coffee and desserts and really a great night out. Wow. That's wonderful. So you've been doing this for a while. Is that correct? Geez, we have. I think this is our sixth year of doing it and has continued to grow. We now offer roughly 15 upstage throughout the year. And it, 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 it's become our most popular series by a long shot. Is this something other performing arts centers do as well? Or is this unique to Gainesville? Others, uh, other performing arts centers do it. I actually believe that we do it really well. <laughs> I, I really do. 
uh, I think a number of other performing arts centers are trying to emulate what we've accomplished here. Because it's an intimate setting. So um, do you actually, you get to see the artist obviously very close, but maybe meet the artist by chance? Yeah, that's also, uh, it's not a guarantee, but in general, the artist afterwards comes out and uh, greets everybody and has a chance to say hello. You get to ask the artist a question and it, it, it's just, uh, it's a way to participate in performance instead of merely see it. That's cool. How many uh, performances are there every week throughout the season? Oh, geez. Multiple oh, ones? It just, you know, next week, I think there's four. This week, there's one. It just, but, but on average, there's two a week probably throughout the season. So the artists that come, are they kind of touring through other performing arts centers? Like, do you kind of coordinate with yeah. other centers to get the best talent? That's right. It, it, it makes sense for most artists to get in our, in our vernacular on a route. So, mm-hmm. you know, in, in their ideal world, they'll go from D.C. to Richmond to, to Charlotte to Atlanta. And one of the advantages we have in Gainesville is you have to go past us to get in and out of the state. So you can <laughs> Jacksonville, Gainesville to Orlando to, to Lauderdale or something and then out through Tampa off to New Orleans. That's a great route for an artist. And it, of course, brings down everyone's expenses. You get an economy of scale. But uh, we do work very closely, to answer your question, with other performing arts organizations so that we can create these routes that make sense. And there's like annual conferences, too, that you go to and, and you can meet other people in these facilities and then kind of discuss what's working and what hasn't. I know during the pandemic, it was quite a challenge and you kind of had to reinvent yourselves with a lot of Zoom performances. But it seems like all that's uh, kind of waning at the moment, right? I, I think you're right on. The industry, I, I hate to say it's back to what it was because it has changed. But mm-hmm. but overall, the idea of bringing people together around performance seems to be uh, alive and well and seems to be a model that, that people are interested in. It seems now that people really want to be together. They don't want to. I know if I have to be on another Zoom call, it would never be too <laughs> soon. You know, it's just it just doesn't have the same feel. And with performance, um, I was lucky to attend Palabolus last year, and it was just and it was their fiftieth anniversary. That's right. And it was just really amazing because people were really into it, and, and you know, being up close, it was a great setting to really enjoy the performance. There is power in that social setting of being together with somebody and and having that experience whether it's somebody you know or you don't know there there's a there's a there's a, a social payoff to that experience how many seats are in the performing arts center uh, at maximum 1752 <laughs> is that exact <laughs> that is yeah it's it depends on the configuration i think it's good to say a safe bet is 1650 and you have a mezzanine level we as do. well as a lower level and then some I've seen some side seating as well. Is that called There's, a special name? It's called box seating on the side. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm speaking candidly, I think that uh, being on the main floor or in the balcony are, 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 I think, a little bit better seats. I think your sight lines are better. You have to yeah. turn your head so That's much right. to see what's going on. So, yeah, you have a lot of things coming up in February. Is there one in particular that kind of caught your eye when you were planning the schedule? Yes, Ladysmith Black Mombazo. This is a group from South Africa, mm-hmm. Grammy winner, Platinum Awards. You may remember them from Paul Simon's Graceland say, album, yeah. right? They are spectacular talents, and uh, we're lucky to have them coming through Gainesville. It's on uh, February the 27th. 
a great opportunity to connect with world music, to connect with real legends in, in Afro, Afro-pop music. Uh, so that's what I'm particularly excited about. So this is one night only on the 27th? One night only at the Phillips Center. Yes. And uh, tickets, I'm assuming, are still available? They are for that one. They range between uh, uh, 45 and all the way down to $12 for students. And I, I probably should put a little exclamation behind that. Student tickets are always $12. What a deal, whether you're seeing Ladysmith or you're seeing Detroit Symphony or an upstage that we talked about. That's wonderful. So then it's affordable for everyone to kind of get a glimpse at what's happening, something they may never have seen before, but now they can actually afford to see it. For sure. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and talk about more of the season and then some things coming up for next year. So we will be right back. Welcome back to Tell Me About It on WUFT 89.1 and 90.1. I'm Sue Wagner here today with Brian Jose, and he is from the University of Florida Performing Arts, and they have a full season, both fall and spring, of theater, dance, and music. And he has been the director now for several years and has been instrumental in working with other performing arts centers throughout the state to create a fabulous schedule. And this season goes through the end of April, so to speak. But there's a lot of opportunities throughout the week. There's upstage performances, um, which I was not familiar with, that actually serve food and drink to a night. And you get to sit on the stage. It's kind of that intimate setting that's wonderful. And, and the artists are there. But you mentioned that the artists also like to be a part of the community and go out and provide some educational opportunities. So can you explain more about that? Sure. Uh, In general, when we have an artist on the stage, what they do at, say, 730 is really vital, of course. But it's also important what they do in our schools, in our community centers, on our courses across the campus. And uh, so we're committed to that kind of education and, and engagement. And one of the programs I'm most proud of is what we call the Rural Arts Initiative, Sue. Mm -hmm. And this is where an artist stays with us for roughly a week. And they spend their time going to schools outside of Gainesville, schools that have populations generally below 5,000. Cedar Key, Williston, Bronson, Trenton, Bell, Hawthorne, Keystone Heights, places that don't generally get, for instance, a Grammy-winning performer in, in their classroom. And I'm here to tell you, it changes kids' lives. It gives them a perspective that, that's really special. And uh, I couldn't be more proud than, than when we have our rural arts initiatives. So have there been some already this year that have gone out into the community? Yeah, for instance, the great jazz player Christian McBride, one of the biggest names in jazz, spent a week here going to different schools and to see the kids line up for his autograph afterwards. He played for them, he talked to them about life, about performance. So we do a a week-long residency in the fall and a week-long residency in the spring. Albert Cano Smith, the great pianist, will be going around uh, north central Florida next week, as a matter of fact. Wow. And they also um, do master classes sometimes, too, don't they? Master classes. They also go to different uh, classes across campus that might be a, a connection, connections in the honors program. Uh, almost uh, just such a, a commitment on our part to ensure that our students and our community gets that kind of exposure to creativity. That's wonderful. Well, what is coming up in March and April that we can kind of let people put it on their radar that they need to quickly get tickets? (laughs) I'm a huge fan of Step Africa. 
This is a dance company out of Washington, D.C. They keep alive the tradition of, of step dancing from mm-hmm. African-American fraternities and mm-hmm. sororities and, uh, and, and its connection to, to African dance. I'm telling you, it's such a special evening. If you don't walk out there, out of there with a smile, I, I really can't help you. But that's uh, March the 5th. Okay. I uh, am excited about the great, the legendary Pat Metheny one of the great guitarists and of all time. And once again, our producer, uh, Glenn Richards, would probably love to help you out with a pre-show talk. Yeah, Pat will be here on March 20th, a real legend. Uh, 20 Grammys across 10 categories. No one else wow. has ever come anywhere close to that. So having Pat here, uh, you know, we're the Broadway house locally. And uh, this year we have Come From Away, which is sold out. Uh, we had Mean Girls, which sold out. We still have a few tickets for Jesus Christ Superstar and for On Your Feet, the Gloria Estefan and Emilio oh, Estefan yeah. music. It's a, what we call a jukebox musical, all their greatest hits. Uh, and that's uh, coming up the very last day of March. And uh, that I think that's a, a special evening. And then one last one I want to hit because we talked about upstage. Mm-hmm. A chance for you to catch either the 7 o'clock or 9 o'clock. This is the only one there's still a few tickets left for. Is Harold Lopez Nusa. He's a fabulous Cuban pianist. I am so excited about this performer. And his band is, each one of them's a, a leader. So this is a chance to see some of the greats in jazz in one place and in this upstage format. That's on uh, April the 11th. Wow, that's wonderful. And you mentioned uh, you're already uh, planning next year's season. Things are in the works, and there might be someone that public radio listeners <laughs> kind of are familiar with. And who would that be? Now, I give the caveat, nothing in life's a guarantee. but okay. uh, Contract's well, not signed, right? right? <laughs> but it looks like next fall the great David Sedaris will be with us. That would be great. We always love playing his Santa Land Diaries. <laughs> That's, just, that's what hooked me on him back in the 90s, the first time I heard that. Singing Away in the Manger like Billy Holiday <laughs> is a classic that no one is ever going to forget. I, in fact, I had to pull over. I was laughing so hard the first time I heard Santa Land Diaries. It never gets old, too, which is uh, he's kind of a mainstay on public radio, and people really appreciate him. Well, we've been talking about tickets and talking about performances. Where can people find more information? I think the best place is our website. So you can search, certainly search for UF Performing Arts or go mm-hmm. to performingarts.ufl.edu, performingarts.ufl.edu. And, of course, call our ticket office. They can always help at 352-392-2787. And the information on how to purchase tickets is there. But there's also information if people would like to become a member at various levels. Is that correct? Of course. That's great. Uh we do uh, need the help of people, of donors. And one of the benefits that you get as a donor to, to UFPA is early ticket buying privileges. So if you are excited about David Sedaris or the other work that we put on the stage, becoming a member of an affiliate, we call them, gives you those early advantages. And there's various levels that people can join at? Absolutely, from $100 to name, sky's the limit. As much as they can, right? Yes, and so, it's so it, it, it makes a difference. So, and you also have a very active board that helps you as well. Thankfully, we do. We have great members from across our community that help to buoy and who are excited about the work we're doing, and I'm, I'm honored to work with them. Well, you know, it's a very vibrant arts community, and I think the Performing Arts Center has really, um, you know, 
been a niche right there that makes things happen. I tell anyone that will listen to me that Gainesville punches way above its weight culturally. We are so <laughs> fortunate here. That's great. And the Performing Arts Center has been here for maybe 20 plus years now. It's 30th, 30th year. 30th year, yeah. I was there the night it opened. I went to that first <laughs> performance. So it's uh, it's amazing. And you have a, I've been, you've been flipping through a catalog here that has information, but all that information is on your website. Is that correct? It is. And also on the website, you, you know, we're one of the things that we also are is the, a hub for other performing arts organizations in towns like our friends at Dance Alive, uh, our friends at, uh, at, uh, Cameron Dance, Star Center Theater, so you can always find uh, what else is going on in our building on the website. And they tend to do their performances after your season is over, is that correct? Kind of in the summer, late spring? Throughout, and Dance Alive most certainly in the fall and spring, uh, interspersed with our performances. Yeah, well, it's a wonderful facility. I've been there many times. It's the only place I've ever seen an opera, believe it or not. (laughs) And thank you so much for putting the words across the top of the stage. Yeah, it's so so helpful (laughs) to have the super titles with opera. And and that's, uh, that's something we do every three years, and we're excited to keep that relationship going with our School of Music. That's great. Well, one more time, give the website and the phone number so people can jot it down. Sure. Performingarts.ufl.edu is the website, and the phone number is 352-392-2787, which also happens to be arts. There you go. And we are going to put this information on our website, on our podcast page, so there'll be a click-through. People can get more information and um, still get tickets to some of those incredible performances. And I'm going to check out that Upstage one because that sounds pretty cool. Please do, Sue. So, Brian, please come back and join us again next year with your next season. And thanks for coming today. Thank you. That was Brian Jose, UF Performing Arts Director, sharing information on the 2024 spring performance season on today's episode of Tell Me About It. To listen to previous episodes of the show, go online at wuft.org slash tellmeaboutit or on the WUFT media app. I'm Sue Wagner on Tell Me About It on WUFT. WUFT.